Ah, uh, welcome in. Welcome in to Sports with Balls. <coughs> this hump dirt. I'm Jeff Michael. Woo! What an afternoon I have in store for me. Try to get through this pretty quickly, as you know. We'll just roll off through some sports for 30 minutes. See how we can get it done. But welcome into the show. I'm Jeff Michael. This is Sports with Weibos. <laughs> sports with Balls. Thank you guys for tuning in. On this uh, November the 29th, let's see, what do we got going on today? It is Chadwick Boseman Day. I didn't know he had his own day. Those of y'all that don't know, the Marvel character, the Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. He played a ton of other movies, but tragically passed away. Um, what a great story, man. The guy, like, did all of his roles, didn't let anybody know he had cancer, um, and, and passed away from cancer. So Chadwick Boseman Day, National Lemon Cream Pie Day. That actually sounds really good right now. Uh, choose women Wednesday, show your appreciation for the woman who can do everything on choose women Wednesday, electronic greetings day, send somebody a card via email, I guess is what that means. Throw your leftovers out day. So there you go. Throw all your leftovers from Thanksgiving out the end of the trash. <laughs> Luckily for me, tomorrow's trash day. Uh, that's about it, man. There's not a whole lot going. Square dancing day. If you ever been square dancing, today's uh, square dancing day on November the 29th. And Evan, if your name's Evan, happy Evan Day. But this is Sports with Balls. I'm Jeff Michael. Today's show brought to you, as always, by Christian's Tailgate. Go to christianstailgate.com. Find one near you. Incredible place to go drinking. Uh, have an award-winning food. Their hamburgers are absolutely amazing. So go to christiantailgate.com, find one near you, and go get your drink and eat on. Also, Modern Home Improvement and Remodeling, modern-homeimprovement.com. $500 off your bathroom or kitchen remodel if you mention sports with balls, man. Call my boy Josh Smith over there, 832-930-0156. He will hook you up. They do all the work around my house and my neighbor's house. It's fantastic, fantastic company, modern-homeimprovement.com. Come. I already got Kevin Anthony in here. Go Cowboys. I thought about the Cowboys last night a little bit. Of course, they play tomorrow night versus Seattle. We'll see how that goes. We'll get into that here in a little bit. But uh, I was thinking about the Cowboys because Mark Cuban sold the Dallas Mavericks. Well, he didn't sell the Dallas Mavericks. He sold the majority of the company, which basically he doesn't own the Mavericks anymore. What was that, for $3.5 billion? And he paid $275 million for the majority. So he, he, he uh, 12 times the profit. How about that? $275 million to $3.5 billion. And it had me thinking about the Cowboys. Jerry Jones buying them for what, $500, $500 million? And they're probably worth $12 billion? Damn. Those Dallas teams, man. Wow. And look, the whole reason that Mark Cuban's doing this, he sold it to another company uh, that is basically owns casinos. And the, the idea behind this is that he is going to still stay in charge and they're going to build a casino in Dallas. That's the idea. And Mark Cuban's going to be a part of that, which would obviously make him a really, well, how much more money does Mark Cuban need after $3.5 I don't know. But the idea is um, they're going to build a casino. But look, the, the, the problem with that is that gambling in Texas is illegal. Well, somewhat illegal. There's slot machines here. 
Which it's very strange. It's very strange. But technically, there's no casinos in Texas. So they're still trying to lobby for that. So Mark Cuban hopefully is going to try to get into the casino business when they open up one in Dallas. But the Dallas Mavericks are no longer majorly, majorly owned by Mark Cuban. And it's very strange to me that Mark Cuban quit Shark Tank last week and then sells the Mavericks. To me, uh, is he okay? Is he getting later in his years? Is, is his health okay? You quit Shark Tank, you sell the Mavericks. Hmm. Interesting. All right. <laughs> Kevin Anthony chiming in. By the way, those of y'all that are tuning in via Twitter, via YouTube, Facebook, thank you guys. Leave your questions or comments. I'll try to get to them as soon as I can. Uh, Kevin saying take the over on the Cowboys game and the money line versus the Sea Chickens. <laughs> Uh, I you know the Cowboys have been playing great lately. They really have. I am nervous for this game for the Cowboys. I, I don't know why it's for me seems like a trap game. I love the money line pick on the Cowboys, but it's minus nine, nine and a half points right now. It's nine and a half or nine right now. And to me, the money line's maybe not worth it. I, I almost want to take Seattle plus the points. I, I don't know. This is this game's all about the Geno Smith play, right? Like that's it. Is Geno Smith going to play good football tomorrow night? That's that, that's about it. If Geno Smith plays bad, this is a 20-point loss for Seattle. Geno Smith plays good, they cover. Do they win? I don't know, but they cover. If this game was in C in Seattle, it'd be probably a six-point game. That's what I'm saying. It'd be it'd be Dallas minus six if it was in Seattle. So it's actually a, a one-score game to me. Uh, the over-under, let's see what the over-under is on that right now. It looks to be 47 and a half. Woo! Wow. The last two games for Seattle, they got blown out by San Francisco. One of the, Probably, and I'll get to my top five, bottom five here in a minute, but San Francisco's up there. And then they lost to the Rams by one point. And the Rams are a decent team when they want to play football. So I don't know. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. But welcome into Sports with Balls. If you missed anything, go to uh, Sports with Balls and all your podcast arenas. Go follow us. It says it right here on the bottom. Sports with Balls. Just type it in on your social media outlets. Facebook is going nuts. Yesterday, we reached over 1 million people in one day on Sports with Balls on Facebook. So get over there. Get to arguing. There's a lot of, there's a lot of debates that go on on that site. So get over to Sports with Balls on Facebook. Uh, follow the show. Subscribe because I'm about to have a podcast, a gambling podcast, and we'll go over these numbers. Going to have prop bets in them. And last night went three for four again. Again. That's like three days in a row. Just saying. The only team that didn't cover last night was the Golden State Warriors. Did you see what happened to the Golden State Warriors last night? Idiots. Tw up 24. They're up 24 on the Sacramento Kings. Draymond's first game back from suspension, and they blew it in the last minute of the game. Absolutely uncalled for. Anyways, I digress. I do have a parlay of the day for tonight. We'll talk about that NBA game here in a little bit. We're going to talk about the NBA tournament. Not for too long because a lot of people are like, what the hell, including NBA players. The college football rankings came out, and it's fine right now.
but will it be on Sunday? Because that's the final one. These games this weekend are, are incredible, and especially on Friday night. And I'll talk about that here in a second. Uh, like I said, I got my top five, bottom five coming up. We already talked about Mark Cuban. Uh, Jonathan Taylor got injured. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff going on. So let's get into it. Uh, let's start off with this NBA thing. Here's what Donovan Mitchell said last night about the NBA in-game tournaments. I feel like we were all trying to score, but also respect the game. So it's different, especially when they took their starters out. You're trying to balance it, but at the end of the day, you're playing for the win. He, what he's referring to is that you need to score points. So some of these teams last night got knocked out. Like Josh Hart said right here, it was interesting. I don't really like it. We were focused at first just about winning. The last couple of minute, it, minutes, it feels awkward. At a certain point, you just start chasing points. These are NBA games that matter at the end of the year. And these guys are playing chasing points because they're tiebreakers. This NBA tournament is awkward. It's so awkward. I, I don't even know how to how to put it into words how awkward it is. There's a big prize at the end. If you're on the winning team, you win $500,000 per player. That's huge. And for some of those bench players, the guys that never get to play and have those low contracts, that's life-changing money. Five hundred grand for the winner. But now you've got NBA teams chasing points in the middle of an in-season game? That's awkward. I agree. That's awkward. You got to figure out how to stop that. I know the NBA in-season tournament was trying to, to force player, players not to rest. I get it. They're trying to make the regular season more important. But this is a bad way to do it. You're telling me you got eight people in a room, the billionaires and the smartest minds in the NBA, you all sat down and said this was the solution? That Come on, man. Really? That, <laughs> that passed around the boardroom and all y'all signed off on it? Uh, come on. You, you need better people. Where's David Stern? Y'all all hated David Stern. Where's David? Come on, man. This NBA in-season tournament is an atrocity. Terrible, terrible thing to do. And even the basketball stars are like, uh, look, Donovan Mitchell, one of the faces of the NBA. I feel like we're all trying to score, but also respect the game. Josh Hart, at a certain point, you just start chasing points. These are NBA players saying this in a regular season game. That it doesn't matter. They're, they're, they're chasing points. They're all doing one-on-one -on -one basketball. Like, I don't know if this tournament was a good thing. And that's what, like, it, look, it's, it's year one. We all know the courts are absolutely ridiculous. The courts look just, they, they're stupid. Give me back the old NBA courts. This doesn't look good. And p players got, our teams got knocked out last night, I guess. Uh, and now you have, uh, you have the tournament set, apparently. And uh, let me see if I can pull it up here. The Warriors got eliminated. It's just weird. It's just, it's really, really weird. I don't know if I like it. I, I'm pretty sure I don't. So right now you got the Lakers and Suns, Kings and the Pelicans. Those are your, those are four on one side of the bracket. I don't even know if there's Western Conference, Eastern Conference. I had no idea. Bucks and Knicks. Oh, I guess it is East versus West. Bucks and Knicks. And then Pacers and Celtics. Which, by the way, Pacers-Celtics, fun game. I'll watch that. I tried my hardest last night to watch an NBA game. Didn't work out. 
It didn't work. It was one-on-one basketball. The refs were calling the most, the pettiest, I, I just, they weren't even fouls. They were just calling them to stop the game. It was, it was ridiculous. I tried. I tried watching the NBA. It's a bad product. I like watching the, the, the scores at the end. Victor Wembanyama, all that magic's gone. It, Victor Wembanyama was the talk of the NBA for the first month of the season. And now look, the Spurs, I don't think, have won in a game in two months. It's been a while. And now you got this NBA in-season tournament where players, star players, are complaining. It's just ridiculous. So I don't know what they're going to do. I don't. But I, I don't like it. The integrity of the game is in question. You got star players uh, talking about it. Now, look, the end goal, $500,000 to the winner. Great. But I tried watching the sport last night. I tried watching the NBA. Didn't work. It was terrible. So there's my NBA scoop of the day. <laughs> but I did win uh, three or four games yesterday. And tonight I have three games in the NBA that I like on my parlay tonight. So, look, if, if it's good for gambling. There's no college football on anymore until Friday. There's no NFL until tomorrow. We're at that slow point. I hate this part of the season. I hate it because we feel or I feel like we're coming towards the end of football, especially college. I hate it. But here we are. And Friday's college football game. Wow. Wow. I don't know if the stakes could be any higher for both of these teams. I uh, Look. First of all, win and you're in for Washington. That is hands down, win and you're in for Washington football. They'll be in the playoffs. The problem is they're facing Oregon. And right now, Oregon is minus 10. That's not, a, not even a joking. And I'll be honest with you, I already took Washington plus 9.5. I may take them at 10 too. I cannot believe that Washington is a 10-point underdog at home versus Oregon. And they beat them already last time they played. What? I, I don't even feel like it's a trap game. I just feel like this is a bad line. I do. Oregon's going to need to get in. I get it. Bo Nix, absolutely unbelievable. 37 touchdowns, two picks on the season, 4,000 yards. For sure. I, I just, I don't know why this line is 10. I don't. I can't figure it out, but it is. Oregon minus 10. Give me Washington plus 10 all day long. Put your, put your bet in now. Michael Penix Jr. will have a day, and he's got to if he wants to stay in the Heisman uh, Trophy race. This is going to be a fun football game. Friday night, this is a playoff game. There's no two ways about it. It's for the Pac-12 championship, and it's a playoff game to get in to the, to the playoffs. This is a playoff game. I love it. Friday night's going to be fantastic. Also, that night, give me Liberty minus 10. Liberty's 12-0. They're playing New Mexico State. That should be a good game. I think right now I like Liberty, but we'll get into that on Friday. Both of those games will be in my parlay of the day. I'll do some more research before that, but I can't wait. What if? What if Oregon wins? Then, you, then what do you do? What if Texas wins the Big 12? What if Alabama beats Georgia? Wow. Georgia, first of all, since the playoffs have started, or since the, I think, since the rankings came out, I forget which one it was, no number one seed has ever been knocked out of the playoffs or the championship game since they started this whole process. 
But if Georgia loses to Alabama, they have a chance to get knocked out of the top four. Because what do you do? Do you put Alabama in there? They just beat Georgia. And if you do that, you put Texas in if Oregon beats Washington. Does the Big 12 champion go? Does Texas deserve a shot? Now, look. That easy. That's not, that's not hard math. But if one or two of these teams loses, Georgia, Washington, oh, now you got some issues. Now you've got big issues. <laughs> that's... Because let's be honest, it's 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 between six or seven teams, right? Like there's nobody else is even in this conversation. There's not a two. There's not a two lost time team that's getting in. So you've got Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State. Washington loses, they're out. Oregon may be in. Ohio State would have another shot to get in. Texas at eleven and one may be in. Alabama if they beat Georgia may be in. So there's eight right there. I don't think that Ohio State can get back in. I don't. I think they had their shot. They had to beat Michigan. They're out. Washington has their shot. They got to beat Oregon. They'll be out. So then you have to figure out who jumps in. Oregon, Texas, Alabama. And does Georgia stay in? Woo! I, th this weekend's a blast. <laughs> this weekend's going to be so much fun, college football-wise. And I wish that we were implementing the 12-team system. You'd have Oklahoma, Ole Miss, Penn State, Missouri. You'd have all those teams in. And next year, you will. So that'll be a lot of fun. But as of right now, we don't. So it's, it's four teams. Winning your end, top four. The only unbeatens left, unless you go down to Liberty, who's 25th in the nation. Georgia, handle business. Michigan, handle business. Washington, uh-oh. 10-point underdogs. Number three in the nation, 10-point underdogs. That's insane. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know how else to look at that, man. Win and you're in, Washington. Lose, you're out. That's for sure, because Oregon will jump up. And that uh, Texas may if they win. Good, good stuff. Bo Nix, Heisman front runner with a chance to go, to, a chance to, to secure the Heisman and, and put, him, put him and his team in the playoffs, Friday night, 7 p.m. Can't ask for much better. Uh, Jaden Daniels deserves the Heisman. Uh, it's a I think so. I think it's it, it's a two, maybe three horse race. That's about it. There's some, there's some great players this year, Marvin Harrison Jr., some other people, but I like Jaden Daniels a lot. Look, his, his play's been unbelievable. They're nine and three, number 13 in the nation, speaking of LSU. And Jaden Daniels has been the man. Look, you take Jaden Daniels off that team, LSU is a 500 team. But you could say that also for Oregon. But I think it's between Michael Penix and Washington, Bo Nix and Oregon, and Jaden Daniels at LSU. That's your Heisman frontrunner. Look, I love all the stuff that all the other guys are doing. Corum from Michigan, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. for Ohio State. It's been amazing. But those three guys deserve. They, they're, they're, they need to go to the Heisman Trophy uh, awards. That's uh, just all there is to it. And at this point, unfortunately, Oregon's got a better record. Jaden Daniels is an incredible quarterback. That's not, I'm not understating that. He's incredible. But if Oregon beats Washington, goes to the playoffs, you're probably going to give it to Bo Nix. Probably. Look at all those guys coming out, man. My Lord. This year's quarterback draft class is, is just unbelievable. Or next year's, I guess, is how you'd say it. It's phenomenal. 
It's phenomenal. The Giants will probably have a new quarterback. Maybe the Bears will. There's a lot of teams that are uh, going to go hunting after these guys. Michael Penix Jr., will he, will he translate to the NFL? Bo Nix is NFL ready. Jaden Daniels, different style. Will he translate to the NFL? I don't know. It's all about where you get. It's the system you get drafted into, right? Would Patrick Mahomes be that successful if he didn't get drafted into that system with those players? I don't know. Look at what Carolina and Bryce Young's doing right now. Heisman Trophy winner. He's terrible. Is that the system? They just fired their head coach. Is it the system? Right? Look at C.J. Stroud. Is it the system? If you put C.J. Stroud in, in Carolina, is he successful? You put Bryce Young in Houston, is he successful? So you hope that these guys get drafted into a system that will fit them and they'll translate because, man, these guys that are coming out of college, these quarterbacks are phenomenal right now. Absolutely unbelievable. All right, let's get into some NFL. Uh, top five, bottom five, brought to you by Christian's Tailgate. Go to christianstailgate.com. Go visit one of their uh, one of Houston area locations. They're all over the place, man. christianstailgate.com. Phenomenal, phenomenal place to go eat and drink. Also, Modern Home Improvement, modern-homeimprovement.com, 832-930-0156. $500 off bathroom and kitchen remodel when you mention sports with balls. All right, top five, bottom five. Here we go. Uh, let's start with the top five. Miami is my number five team. Miami Dolphins are still good. Look, they rank in the top five in offense and defense. Pretty damn good team. Can they show up in big moments? That that's what we haven't seen yet, and so that's why we're all we're all kind of worried and waiting to see what happens when they face a really good team. Look, Miami's going to the playoffs, so we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. Next NFL team, Kansas City Chiefs. And I put them at number four just because the other three are, are just <laughs> badass, basically. And the Kansas City Chiefs, they're, they just don't seem that explosive this year. You know, and it, look, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. That's, that's why they're winning. Like, that guy's just phenomenal. He's a great quarterback. Be, like, I, I just don't think that they have the talent that a San Francisco or a Philly. Th those guys are just they're, – they're on another level. They really are. At my number three team – the Baltimore Ravens. And I, I know I, I had them further down, but they find ways to win right now. And look, Lamar's healthy. Lamar's healthy. They find ways to win. They're fine. The question I have is what's going to happen to Baltimore without Mark Andrews? That is huge. That is a big, big loss for Baltimore. So we'll see. We'll find out. My top two, Philly, San Francisco. Philly, number one. San Francisco, number two. These two teams, I cannot wait to see the N NFC Championship between these two. I can't. And by the way, we don't have to wait that long because guess what? They're playing this week. <laughs> That's right. And for some unknown reason, the Eagles at home are underdogs. That's right. You get three points right now if you take the Eagles. 10 and 1 team. That's how much Vegas thinks of the San Francisco 49ers. So you get sort of a preview of what we might see in the NFC Championship at 325 on Fox this Sunday. Going to be phenomenal. Can't wait. Philly number one, San Francisco number two, Baltimore number three, KC four, Miami number five. Now, the, the more fun bottom five picks. 
At number five, the Cincinnati Bengals. That's right. No Joe Burrow. This team's a bottom five team. That's all there is to it. That, that's it. Joe Mixon can't get going. They've got injuries all over the place. Joe Burrow's off that team. They're just a bottom five team. So I put them in number five. Number four, Washington Commanders. Absolute disaster. Ron Rivera. What's going on? <laughs> Sam Howe actually leads the NFL in passing yards, and they're a bad football team. That is terrible. So I got them at number four. Number three, Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray. James Conner. Great game one with y'all back. Terrible game two. Arizona Cardinals at number three. My number two bottom five team, the New England Patriots. We, we can have a whole show about this. I can have a whole entire show about the New England Patriots and what's going on with Bill Belichick. But the offseason is going to be a blast. There's rumors. I just mentioned Ron Rivera. Uh, we've already seen two head coaches fired. There's going to be more. Heads will be rolling this offseason to the tune of maybe 10 new head coaches. That's insane. Now, don't get me wrong. There's usually five to six. Every offseason, there's five or six. But 10? Oof. Patriots number two and the number one team. That's very obvious. The Carolina Panthers. Sorry, Bryce Young. That sucks. But I think we all saw this coming. It was no shock to me that Bryce Young has not panned out in the NFL. That dude is tiny. He's already been injured. Uh, the, the guys in the NFL, just, it just it's a different game. I realize he played in the SEC. I don't want to hear that argument anymore. He's in the NFL. He's won one game. He's been injured. Now, Year two is always your progression year, and you find out what's going on. It's not like they're dropping. They're not going to draft a quarterback or trade up for a quarterback. Uh, you know, we'll see. He's got another year. We'll see. Bring in a new head coach and, and see what happens. So my bottom five are Cincinnati Bengals, the Washington Commanders, Arizona Cardinals, New England Patriots, and Carolina Panthers are your bottom five. All right, let's get to the parlay of the day, and it's just in the NBA, folks. That's it. I won three, uh, three or four yesterday, including my NHL game, but I don't have any NHL games tonight. Tonight's games are, if you want to take the Lakers, you can take the Lakers. They're playing the Detroit Pistons, and the Pistons are just one of the worst teams in the NBA. They're bad, and the Lakers, it's only minus seven and a half. Lakers get going. I, they've been on kind of a slump lately, so if you want to take the Lakers, that's not a bad one. My game, my first one, Utah Jazz, money line. They're playing the Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies are 0-8 at home. 0-8. I'm taking them. I, I want to make them 0-9. Give me the Jazz. You can take the plus 4.5 if you want to, but I like the Jazz money line. Also like the 76ers. Philadelphia 76ers in New Orleans. Philly minus 2.5. Give me that one. And the Sacramento Kings coming off their comeback win last night against the Golden State Warriors. Sacramento's at home. They're 5-1 and one at home. Clippers are 2-6 and six on the road. I'm getting points or money line, so I'm taking Sacramento money line. Give me Sacramento money line, 76ers minus 3.5, and, and the Utah Jazz. You want to throw Orlando in there? That's a decent bet. You want to throw L.A. in there? That's a decent bet, too. But those are my three for the parlay of the day. All right, want to thank Chris's tailgate. Obviously sponsoring this show and having a blast. Kevin Anthony, thank you for commenting. What's your last comment there? Oregon schedule. Hawaii, Colorado, Stanford, Washington, Washington State, Utah, Cal, USC, Arizona State. Weak? That wasn't their fault. That's a decent – like, if you looked at that at the very beginning of the season, 
I you, you I don't know. Look, Bo Nix and Jalen Daniels. That that's the Heisman Trophy candidates for me. I like Michael Penix Jr., but Bo Nix and Jalen Daniels are, are Jaden Daniels are, are are way way up there. We'll see. We'll talk about it more tomorrow. We'll get into Thursday night's football game between the Seattle Seahawks and the Dallas Cowboys. Thank you to Chris's tailgate. Obviously, thank you to modern-homeimprovement.com. I'm Jeff Michael. This is Sports with Balls. It's been a, been a blast. By the way, if you missed any of the show, go to Sports with Balls on all your podcast arenas. It's all up there and or social media sites. I'm Jeff Michael. This is Sports with Balls. We out of here.